Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Talking Functional Fitness. Today, myself and the other coaches of TFF and in April talk about our topic for the day, motivation. Where does it come from? Does everybody have it? Can you manifest it? And all the other questions you guys want to know about motivation. So without further ado, today's topic, motivation. Hello. Well, first... I'm the first one I win. Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Woo-hoo. We're going we're gonna to edit out how this is our second uh, call Hello? and how April <laughs> got here first. I got in first, Anne. Yeah, Damn this is the only. This is the only record of this. There's no, <laughs> there's no record. April always on time. And we'll talk after this about your <laughs> punctuality. You're so funny. You're so funny. Uh. Two, two out of three of us are laughing. It seems like you're on the out. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, ladies, this is our first. Uh, this is our first together episode of the TFF. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Hanging yep. in there. Hanging in there. Everybody living living the really, dream. Everybody recording a really cool spot. In my car. Okay. In my bedroom. Ooh. I think you win. I'm in my in-laws' basement. <laughs> I don't know. I think you win. Win? Okay. You're in well, that special yep. that special room in their in their basement. There's a lot of chains, a lot of leather. Is that right. what you mean? By Maybe. Room? Maybe. I didn't. I didn't think swings looked like this, but they are fun. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Anyway, so for full transparency, uh, in case anybody is listening to this. Uh, weeks, months, or even years into the future, uh, we are in the middle of the coronavirus quarantine. Uh, And one of the big topics that was asked to us, but I think uh, is, I I think partially because I think it's the most relevant to right now, but I think it's probably what most of us struggle with on a day-to-day basis anyway, is motivation. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I want to kind of talk about how things have changed recently with being quarantined and motivation and then kind of go from there. So since, so, so since being quarantined, we, we haven't physically seen each other since uh, anybody else has seen each other. Right. Uh, right. Well, been like three, four the weeks at this equipment point. rental was the last. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last time. And really one of the last times that I go on some, shopping runs and stuff like that but that that's about it as far as um getting out of the house now it's about two to four days between um um going anywhere wow you got you got it better than me yeah yeah how two to four days yeah yeah how often do you get out of the house and go anywhere when was last time you drove um last week sometime jeez louise i I have not I have not like left. Sheriff goes and does our groceries one time a week. If I leave the house, it's only to like walk the streets in the stroller. So I have, walk like, the streets. Walk the streets. <laughs> make it sound like you're hustling. <laughs> anything, anything to get out of the rough. house. Anything. Just go walk out eight mile. Right. I'll go anywhere. <laughs> but yeah, that was a little easier a couple weeks ago when it was maybe a little bit nicer outside. But I don't think it's been over forty-five in a week to ten days. Lately, so yeah. on the topic of motivation, yeah. 
that that seemed like a really motivating side. Um, how is everybody's motivation doing currently? Currently, mine's a little better because I was in a funk these past few days, which you guys know. Were you? With, <laughs> with my meetings. I didn't notice. We have daily meetings in case anyone cares. They're, meetings are <laughs> a loose, meetings they're is a loose term. Joy. They're a joy. It, it's, um, it's, 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 how would you describe it? I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you throw yourself on your back. I think they're just well organized, very productive, professional. No, I'm going to call you out on those. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one way to put it. Um, I think the truth would be um, <laughs> we do talk about, we definitely do talk about things. We talk about uh, what the future of the gym holds. Uh, creative things to do for our members at CrossFit Frostbite. The workouts. Uh, workouts, yep. yep. We talk about that. We try to make um, things run as smoothly as we can in every class and everything that we do. Uh, and that lasts about the first 45 seconds mm-hmm. of each meeting. <laughs> and then it turns into yelling uh, at our kids. Somebody's getting yelling at, at our kids. Somebody's yelling, yelling at yeah. each other because your kid's too loud. Um, yeah. Or someone's yeah cleaning up yeah yeah it's just yeah. a mess my son's been assaulted by you and <laughs> me <laughs> verbally not physically of course of course not i would never do that because we haven't seen each other because <laughs> i haven't seen him <laughs> yeah i'm afraid to bring him around you anymore yeah things that you said to him. um but yeah so you've been you've been down a little bit but like you said today was a good day today was much better than yeah, I'm coming. Yes. I'm slowly coming out of my funk. What? So, what? What do you think were the biggest contributing factors to your funk? Um, definitely the cold that started. It's hard when it's this nice, it's nice. What last week for a couple days was it? Where yeah. you could actually go outside and there was sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to go right from that to a blizzard of snow to my kids driving me nuts with the school I think that's a big one um and I just didn't get out of the house and then I just didn't feel like working out and kind of a snowball yeah a better term big time okay um and then I was in the a-hole on during the meetings I don't I don't (laughs) that's what you called me that's what you said I mean that's what ape texted me right after no I did off of our meetings but it's probably not surprised lie. april calls everyone assholes behind the back <laughs> well known that. for it <laughs> no um i probably just outed my i probably just outed myself anything that i'm gonna accuse april of doing and it seems like it's has any malice of it exactly it's probably me projecting. so you called me an asshole to april <laughs> i didn't use that word okay no. <laughs> of course not i would never talk about you um, behind your back. Um, so, Abe, how has your motivation been for the past, I don't know, four weeks? Yeah, I've honestly, I've been struggling too. I think that just getting less like normal daily like activity and movement just makes me feel sluggish. And then I mm-hmm. don't want to work out. And because I'm at home, I, um, I find excuses and I think, oh, no one will know that I didn't work out. So, it's just really hard to stay accountable when I can just trick myself into not doing anything, but then I just feel worse and you spiral. So right. I'm a struggle. 
What about uh, you? What about you, good sir? Um, mine's been. God, I'm gonna sound like a turd. That's been great. Um, no, mine's just been different. So it's it's normally I haven't had any interest in lifting anything heavy. Um, I, I've done a couple of days of like some heavy cleans and maybe some heavy squats, but it's but they really don't last any more than like 15 minutes. I think it's like my longest strength period that I've done. I've done just about every um, class uh, with people. Um, but I've kind of I've kind of gone into my fight or flight mode just because everything that's um, happened with the gym being shut down and kind of having to pivot as fast as possible. Um, I've been running around like a crazy person for the past four weeks at times, at times I'm working really hard and I'll go right from, um, you know, making videos and programming and emails and movement assessments for 10 hours in the morning into doing a workout and then I'll go make dinner and then I'll do something else until I go to bed. And then there's some days where it's, I wake up and I don't have anything to do because I've burned. Because I've You've burned gotten it all done. To, yeah. Yeah. Cause I burned through everything to do. Cause I go through this like freak out. Like I gotta, I gotta do everything that I can as fast, you, you know, I, I can't let, let anything fall through the cracks. And then, yeah, there's, then there's the harder days that are, um, when I just don't have enough to do. And I'm at home with a, with a two-year-old who wants to hang out with me all day, which is awesome. But that takes, that, that takes away a lot of freedom as far as having choice of when I can um, work out versus sure. like when I'm at the gym or I'm at work, I, I have a lot more freedom to choose. I can either stay after for an hour and work out or, I've got a five hour window in there where I can work Just out. Work out for five hours. Yeah. Yeah. Gym you owner. That, you, know? you, you know, say that like you haven't do. done that a lot <laughs> with me. So curve, curve your judgment. You're an instigator <laughs> on that. And also, full transparency when we work out for three hours, it's about 45 minutes of actual work. Mm-hmm. And two hours and 15 minutes of you warming up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so it's been different. It's been good on some days and it's been um, bad on some days. And actually getting ready for this topic made me think a lot about um, made me think a lot about what motivates me um, and trying to kind of find the common threads on those things. Um, so one of the first things that I want to talk about with motivation, just to kind of get it out of the way, because I think everybody's motivated a little bit differently, but uh, I want to talk about what what does it motivate you or what can un motivate you what can some something somebody does or uh says to you just turn you off from wanting to do anything Um, (laughs) darn it (laughs) i don't know if it's anything anyone says to me ever um it's more like the way i'm I think I get, sometimes I get like, I'm so busy. I can't work out. Like, I, I think I talk myself out of it almost. So maybe it's what I say to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I give myself that selfish, like, oh, you're being selfish. Like you could be doing this, this, but you're going to go spend, you know, this amount and work out or. Yeah. So I think that's 
getting in my head probably is my my bad motivator my what did you say what'd you call it the unmo what i don't like yeah something that something that demotivates me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah sorry go ahead i don't know no i'm just i know it's very different with a lot of different people because i live with someone that is demotivated when i say let's go do something and vice versa yeah yeah we've talked about that yeah a couple times with lee your husband yes who if i say something to you i would never say let's go babe to you oh but if I said yeah something like yeah but if i said something I like about that yeah yeah but if i said something like let's go in like i that's either going to work or it's going to yes. do a neutral amount and it's going to not actually do anything versus I think there's sometimes there's certain people or certain relationships. Yeah. Um, Lee, Lee will say, let's go, babe, or come on, babe, to you. And it's the babe part, right? That you. Yeah, I, yeah it wasn't babe. I think it was like honey or something like okay. that. I was uh, like, eh, eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a lovey, lovey person in the gym, so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that, I guess it's that... hard to kinda I guess it's kinda hard to retest. Abe Abe, when all this uh uh kinda goes over, one of your next projects is to uh try to motivate Anne by saying, Let's go home. Okay. <laughs> I would love to just leave. I would love that. <laughs> I think Seems I might like her. it for me. I don't know. <laughs> Thinking about that Let's right go, now. Honey. Ooh, I bet you. I don't know. I bet from Ava it would sound good. I've got a, uh, I've got a room down there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ava, what is something that demotivates you? Um, I was trying to think about it while you guys were talking. I think like I have internal and external things that don't motivate me or that work against me. Um, similar to Anne, um, like negative thinking or negative self-talk. If I'm like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I'm having a day where I'm saying, you know, you're not going to perform well today, or you just don't have, you don't have what it takes for this workout or for these movements. If I get myself spiraling on like negative things, um, I lose motivation. And then externally, I don't respond well to like aggressive or mean you know how some people like really need to be like punched in the face to get motivated? That's not, <laughs> that's, not yeah. that's not me. And so sometimes that's weird. If, I, I would have thought it was. <laughs> if, if someone takes that approach to me, is like really aggressive or mean, I like. Yeah, I punched you so. I fall out. I punched you so many times. You're saying they never work. <laughs> no, I'm. I respond better to like positive encouragement. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I agree wholeheartedly with that. I'm. I'm just not a very physically intense person when somebody yeah you don't like cheering or yelling for you that's why no one does I it don't. that's the I, reason why no one does <laughs> it. <laughs> no it actually just works out really well. i don't think that's why but it but it works out i don't like the attention necessarily um, i don't we'll talk about it later but i don't but i especially don't like aggressive yeah uh, motivation i I actually kind of respond better to negative motivation. I remember one time, I think it was my first CrossFit competition I did. And it was, this is when I was still working at Lifetime. And I was um, supposed to be doing chest bars. And I say supposed to be because I think my hand had ripped. I think it was the first rip I'd ever gotten on my hand. I couldn't do it. And one of the guys that um, worked with me, he was a, a power lifter. And he fits every um, trope of a power lifter that you could ever 
imagine mohawk and all of it and he was <laughs> yelling at me like a power lifter would yell at another power lifter to do a deadlift or something like that and he would and he was like you like screaming the f-bomb and like saying like bad things and i don't mean that as far as like negative motivation but it was like when he quit i remember like vividly like when he gave up and was just like oh this guy can't do it and then that's when i knocked out like my last like three reps that i had to do and i was like oh like you don't think i can do it let me show you right. what i can do right and it actually worked mm-hmm. the other way and i finished the workout in a uh in a world record slow pace but i still got it done um but yeah i am not a i'm just not an aggressive i don't think anything person but especially when it comes to working out that's never that's never worked yeah for me. that's kind of the tail side of the coin um i think the part that most people are going to be interested in is is in the head side so uh, so being motivated the times you feel like you're the most va- motivated for you as an athlete or for you as a member of a gym what are um and hey i'm going to start with you this time uh, what do you do well or uh, what is the secret to you being motivated um say that again do i do well so when i am motivated i definitely perform at my best i think Um, and to become motivated, I think it takes like a, like a little combo pack of different things, but, um, like, first of all, like the opposite of what I said about not motivating me, I have to be like in a positive headspace, um, have positive self-talk, um, kind of have a good, um, like good self-esteem as to like going into something and then also just kind of knowing why I'm doing it and what my goals are um, helps me like stay on track and push for those things. Otherwise, I kind of like am wondering what I'm even doing. Um, yeah. Very calculated, very, very, um, you got to have a reason to what you're doing. Otherwise, right. It doesn't make sense. If there's no method to madness. Why would I do it? Yeah. Got it. And how about you? What, um, what do you feel like you do the best or what helps you be the most motivated? Um, well, I like in working out, yeah, yeah. Correct. like at the gym. Yeah. Well, or even, or, or even like the past couple, just getting like to the past couple of days. I think there's maybe even something there to, um, build off of because you said how you were in a rut for um, a couple of days right. like what did you well for me in that rut I realized what I wasn't doing and thought like I could specifically I mean it's easy when you're in this little house and you don't have much else so you can kind of narrow it down what what you were missing to make your mood better Um, and I realized I didn't exercise, I didn't get out of the house. And so that made me feel like crap. So let's try and incorporate that. So, um, these last couple days I've, you know, gone on walks with the boys, made them go, got them out of the house, which has helped a lot. And then, um, just working out and I feel better already. Um, but like at the gym, when I'm there, what gets me the most, where I do my best is that or what you're kind of asking like, or like or even well, just like working out the most because I don't think it's necessarily just like a 
like a one best workout, but it's like your best month's right. worth of workouts. Like, I like the see I I mean I'm um I like people. So just going there, I know who I get to see and I like seeing everybody and that motivates me. And then when it's like when it's a fun workout and everybody's kinda um laughing and you know, music's good and everybody's like, okay, come on. I don't know. That gets like, I'm when I'm happy, I think is when I do my Yeah. And best, I think energy, I energy like I is contagious. And I think you're the same as me. Like when you're yeah. around other people who are working yeah. hard and are motivated and have high energy, it like gives me more and it's just back and forth. Like, yeah. Contagious. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's a lot of people like that. I, I myself feel like I feed off of that, um, positively. Um, and I'd like, mm-hmm. I definitely like apes approach of more of like a not necessarily statistical, but what am I doing this for? If I have something that I can like track that, that's why I like using a workout tracking app, like be on the whiteboard. Like I, I can actually see that the stuff I'm doing is worth it. <laughs> Excuse me. And, um, and I'm not just like piddling my money or like piddling my time away. Um, but, for me, what I think makes maybe my situation a little bit more unique is I, the, well, I think for all three of us versus uh, maybe anybody else who's um, listening is I think that is, this is my job. So the choice, the choice mm-hmm. to work out isn't really there quite as much. And I say that knowing that there's plenty right. of trainers or coaches or affiliate owners that choose not to work out or there's some that do the other side and choose to work out so much that maybe their maybe their business kind of falls through because of it um but yeah for me it's for me it's almost a not necessarily a chore but it's part of my job so it feels like it's part of my schedule and i think that's for me when i have it scheduled i think that's when i do my best and that's why I like having, uh, like, and you and I have worked out together as, as training partners quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's probably when I have a set time, I think that's when I do my best is, or when I work out the most, if I set it up to where, you know, like in the mornings, the seven o'clock class will get out at eight. And if I'm there until the noon class starts, starts, okay, I have four hours to, to kind of play with. And if I, play around with mm-hmm. those four hours i guarantee you there's going to be something at 10:55 that i allow myself to do if i hadn't scheduled myself for an 11 o'clock workout versus actually having right. something like set in stone whether it be with somebody else or with myself um or or if i do kind of have these windows doing it sooner rather than later because i know myself and this is kind of what you were saying and about your motivation uh, was like the self-awareness like you realize well, it mm-hmm. also kind of helps talking to other people and other people myself um, calling you out and be like oh you're in a funk uh, but right like oh there's awareness yeah. and self-awareness Very and like, oh okay I am not feeling good I need to change something um, and right. I think I, I can work well with that because I know how I feel if I don't work out my I mine's kind of I'm also kind of fear motivated. Uh, like I have this image in my head that if I don't work out, I'm going to not work out the next day. 
and then that's going to happen for two weeks mm-hmm. and then so mm-hmm. on and so forth. That's never happened, but, and I do take off days. Uh, but there's been plenty of times where I've talked to you and I've said, God, I barely even, I barely even worked out last week. You know, let me count. It was, uh, oh, I don't know. I worked out. Uh, oh, five days. Okay. Yeah. I guess I did actually work out plenty of times. Right. I just feel like right. I didn't because I took two, two rest days in a row. Welcome back. Abe. Hey, thanks. Can you believe that I talked the entire time? <laughs> yeah, I felt like I didn't miss a beat. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even know you were gone. I got booted. Ape had to, Ape had to yeah, go do something. She's checking on the rotary. <laughs> she I couldn't hold, she couldn't hold it. it. Sorry. <laughs> she couldn't hold, she couldn't hold it. Um, um, so one thing that I think is, um, so that's, Obviously, each of us as a, um, I just kind of trying to motivate ourselves, and I think, I think we motivate each other well enough by either being mm-hmm. each other's training partners, or we just spend around a lot of time around each other, and we can kind of tell like, oh, so and so, or like you're not in a good mood, or you killed that workout today, nice job, both negative and positive reinforcement. Um, but as far as uh, other people go what would you what would you say other people can do to uh, maybe try to motivate themselves and um it's hard because i um it's hard to be in other people's shoes you know because i like like we were saying the three of us know like we need this to keep going so it's hard when someone new is just starting an exercise regimen and needs to be motivated. Um, but I would, you just, you have to give your, you have to be able to give yourself this gift almost like it's a lot of people don't like it, but you have to find something that you learn to love. Like before CrossFit, I, I worked out. Did I like it? No, but it was just something I thought I had to do. But I found like this workout program that I love and I love to do it, even though some days I hate to do it, but I still love to do it. So you need to give yourself that half hour, 45 minutes, 20 minutes a day to yourself um, and tell yourself, I can do this. I can go on a walk. I can, especially now, just to get outside and walk is good yeah yeah i think no i, mean, I think that on i i think i think we're in a um culture that obsesses with um being too busy i mean ask mm-hmm. ask anybody pay attention the next time you ask somebody how they're doing and i i bet you the majority of the time you ask somebody like oh I'm just so oh, busy just the kids the kids yeah. and work and all this other stuff. We almost right. work. It's almost like we glorify working ourselves the bone, especially for other people. And we feel like if I were to say, uh, you know, really good. I worked out for three hours uh, today or, you know, even just obviously that, that's extreme. But, you know, um, I got a half hour workout in or an hour. People are like, oh, God, I wish I had an hour when we all obviously we all right. do. We all have the same 24 you, hour right. um, clock. Uh, but yeah, I, I think 
self self care, which I think is what you're getting at. I think self care is the most important, especially if you're somebody who has other people that rely on them as we all are. We all have right, right. wives or husbands and kids uh, who depend on us. But I think even if you don't have that exact scenario, even if you have friends or you have coworkers or other um, kinds of family or even pets, you know, people that depend on you to, you know, maybe be in a better mood, be able to move a little bit more um, with productivity, like move well. I think that's important as well. Um, yeah. And I, I wouldn't even, for self-care, like, don't let the motivation be what what you want to look like or what you look like. I think it should be more, because I think, honestly, like, in my 20s, it was how I want to look. And now it's how I want to feel right. and be strong. I know that sounds really cheeseball. No, but... no, I think it, <laughs> I, I, I think it, and I think it, I think it's, I think it's both men and women i was going to try to, to differentiate it but i but i really don't think that changes at all uh, but looks fade man like i'm watching my wife and i we watch uh, real housewives of beverly hills and i'm watching these 40 50 year old women they got all the money in the world and i'm telling you it all fades away like looks don't stay forever but how you can move and how you feel and what you do you can preserve that stuff for a long time. And I think that does come with age. I think it comes with maturity and experience. And I think that's why a lot of people fall in love with CrossFit is because it's not aesthetically centered. Not that there's not an aesthetic or a uh, look good component to it, but there's so much more. I'm going to tell you what. Right. Right. You tell me 10 years ago that my job is going to be, I'm going to come in today and I'm going to watch a, uh, middle school math teacher uh, deadlift 300 pounds for her first time and that's going to be dope as hell like that would have sounded crazy to me but now it's, it's the norm right and i think it sounds crazy to a lot of other yeah and i think it's i think that's awesome i think surrounding or just being part of that i, I think be motivational um too uh Abe, when we were writing the notes so Again, full transparency. You and I were the ones that write, um, um, that wrote the notes <laughs> on this episode. I said this episode. Mm. Uh, nobody yeah, included I, me I on that. I sent you the email. Exclude you. <laughs> right. And then I emailed you an hour before we started recording to make sure that you had them. But anyway, that's fine. I'm not going to cut this out. I'm gonna... I tried to blow past the, that fact and you made sure to include it. Anyway, um, I think one of the really great things that you included, and I think this is one of the most power, powerful motivational tools, is finding your why. Um, to you, what does that mean, and why do you think that's so important to people? Um, I, because anyone who walks into our gym or any gym or starts any fitness program, they're like doing it for a reason, um, even if they don't consciously like know um, what's driving them. And I think it's really important for each and every one of us to dig deep into what matters to us and why we, I mean, you could get really deep into your why in life, but when we're talking about just like motivation in the gym, like, why are you here? What are your goals? Um, like, yeah, what do you, why do you want to be fit and healthy for what purpose? And Anne kind of touched on that. Like sometimes earlier in life, it's more aesthetic later in life. It's just to be healthy and live long time. 
Um, but those things are really important to kind of to gauging someone's motivation and helping encourage that and prolong that motivate motivation when you know why they're doing it. All right. So for example, what would you say your why is? Well, and like I, like I just touched on, I think that your why can change throughout life. But right now my why is to be a healthy mom so that I can run around with my kids so that I can be fit and, and be able to provide my best self to my daughter and my family. Yeah. And I think that's, I, th- I think it's an awesome, I think it's an awesome, why. I think it's an awesome foundation. And what is your why? Um, similar to April's, uh, I want to be able to do stuff with my kids, but then also I'm selfish and I want to still be able to go snowboarding and do sure. other fun yeah. stuff that I like to do. Um, well, but do you go snowboarding by yourself or do you go with other people? Well, now, well, yeah, so it's children. not selfish. Um, actually quite selfish. So yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, but I want to, like she said, I want to be able to, I want to be things. like the 80 year old lady. Um, that's running a marathon with her sports bra on, not in an old folks home. You know, right? there's such a big divide between what you can be and that kind of is determined now yeah. by our choices. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think how you guys both hit the nail on the head as far as your why can change. You know, I think ten years ago when I started this, I think it was I, you know, it's probably everybody else's like, I, I want to look good naked. And I think that's, I think there's still a component to right. it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to tell everybody like, oh, I don't care what I look like. I, I, I do care what I look like. Oh, I don't, I don't stand in front of the mirror. Every <laughs> I, I, don't stop, I don't stop for 30 to 60 <laughs> seconds and hit poses and the different angles. Every, and every mirror I pass. You know, my wife that hey. we need to light bulbs change because the lighting's off in the bathroom. <laughs> and then, no, these are the warm. I look better in the cool. Anyway. Um, no, no, that doesn't happen. But it, 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 well, it can change. And I think for all three of us, what makes us similar is that, yeah, I'm the same. I want to be able to, when I get home from work, or when I w- wake up in the morning, uh, no matter how tired I am, my kid, you guys have met my kid. He is a uh, ball of lightning right now. He is always on the go running and jumping and screaming and all this other stuff. And I love it and I have fun and I feel bad when I can't do it. Or if I... I can't imagine being a dad with a two-year-old and having to sit on my phone and have him watch TV all day instead of actually getting up and playing with him when I feel like this is the best time in his life. Now, when he becomes 10 or 18, that's going to obviously change as well. But I think having a solid why, because that's what I think about when I work out. And actually, I, I didn't even think about this before right now. But Anne was there when I, I think you could, sh- could see a visible shift in my why. So Anne was there the first workout that I did after my son was born. It was actually at the mm-hmm. end of the CrossFit Open. It was 18.5 or 17, 18, right? It, it, it doesn't matter. It was the last workout when we were by ourselves. And it was a short, like 10 minute workout. It wasn't that long. And it was thrusters and chest mm-hmm. bar pull ups. And we got to the end of the workout. And it wasn't like I full on quit. Like, yes, I was a new dad for four days at that point. So I was a little bit oh, exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like you chalked <laughs> your hands. for. Like yeah, I remember minutes. you. 
I remember you looking at me <laughs> and you yelled at me and you said, hey, you got to go because you can beat so-and-so's score. And I remember looking at you and being like, man, I just right. don't care. Like, not not in like a defensive, like, I don't care anymore. Or like to put Dan down, I was just like, hey, I don't care. Like, it, it is what it is. If I get my, you know, whatever number of pull-up, it doesn't matter to me. It changed. It changed in like a day. Like that was my first workout afterwards, and it's been a lot like that. I'm not gonna say it's like that all the time because there are times where I see somebody score, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try to beat them and see what I can do. Yeah. And usually yeah. she's yeah. a there forty are. something. I know. Female. I know. Um, <laughs> this twenty. Maybe <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. I said forty something. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of room. Anyway, um, but yeah, I think it can move. Uh, but, but, but I think on top of having a why, I, I think having a solid foundation of a why is as, if not more important, I can't tell you how many times, and we've seen this in the gym and we ask somebody, well, like what brings you into CrossFit prospect? Like that's a pretty, that's a pretty easy way to get somebody's right. why out of them. And how many times have we uh, heard somebody say, oh, I have a right. wedding coming up and, you know, mm-hmm. Either it's theirs mm-hmm. or it's whatever. That's a, to me, that is a firecracker, man. That, that motivation is going to burn hot and it's going to burn fast. And then it's going to be kaput. Like we, we see that person right. from anywhere from three months to a year and then just never again, because whatever that goal was or the motivation of, I can tell you guys I've seen say, I want to get a girlfriend and they start dating somebody and they're gone. And you never see them again. They pop up on Facebook five years later, heavier than the first time you met them. Or I can't tell me times I've heard somebody say, I'm here because my doctor said I need to get my cholesterol down or my wife thinks I'm fat or so-and-so. And that's while, yes, those are motivational tools. Those aren't the strong foundation that you can build something on because the fear of, letting my son down is so much stronger than right. letting my doctor down or like there's there's not really a timeline on that versus a a wedding like there's yeah there's a there's an end date there's an expiration on that motivation from the get-go i'm not saying don't use it you can add to the foundation there's no such thing as making too strong of a foundation so maybe that person who comes in is like hey that's great have you ever thought about what you're going to do afterwards? Or, you know, you don't want to turn them off from the get-go. I, I think that's kind of the coaching part. And that's what we're going to get into next. But it's the getting somebody from a, maybe not a strong foundation or a strong why into a really um, strong why. Um, so that's that's kind of the part that I want to move into next. And I'm, I, I'll help. I think it's really about, first of all, as we all know, and Anne is honestly like one of the best people I know at this, is like getting to know people and just learning their story and helping them set goals and dig into what truly is or can be that lifelong or that long-term like factor um, to keep them pushing for more, not just that firecracker that burns out. So it's really connecting with people and getting to know them and then helping them set goals. 
I think. And Anne does that like every day. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks, Abe. Wow, she pulled me from the the drowning. Grab, uh, life, grab on that raft. life preserver, girl. She's reeling you in. No, I think it's right. As you got a excellent point is is setting goals um, for yourself, not just not just any goal. And I think setting multiple goals. Um, but and back to you. Here you go. Second chance. <laughs> uh, what are some What are some goals, or what do you think you know? Setting a smart goal would look like. Well, I've okay. So I've actually had lots of like sit downs with some people that have come in and said like, I want like my stomach is fat. I want my stomach gone, or my legs are fat, and and they're not. That's the funny part is like these people have this crazy body image of themselves. Um, but what I try and tell people is you have to enjoy what you're doing or else you're not Mm going to stick with it. Um, Learn, like really um, enjoy the process. And then also don't, I tell people like, I don't, I don't know if this is, I don't know. Um, (laughs) I tell people like how different CrossFit has um, made me as and going back to what like I said earlier like in my 20s or whatever early 30s it was about looks and stuff and just how um so much stronger I've become and that in turn will get you your results but um I guess the motivation is not just oh I want to lose that weight but like April said finding a a way to keep them there and enjoying it um, and telling them like, this isn't a, this isn't a tomorrow change. This isn't a, a week. Cause I have also had people like that have joined and done, and I'm sure you guys have too, where you've been with them for two weeks and they said, can you, right. can you see, I, I've stepped on the scale and I'm not, I'm not any lighter. Um, no, so it's I, like I'm helping them. Like, it's no, like helping them incorporate not. it um, into their lifestyle. Like making it a lifestyle. Right. And like realize like this is like, don't worry about what you're going to look like. It's how you're going to feel and how like, especially with CrossFit, it's the one, one, um, kind of workout, I guess, you know, as opposed to like running or like, uh, aerobics classes where you can see results, not necessarily on the scale, but just, every week i mean you you can something new especially when you first start like you you know we all know you just all these new things and i think that is such a huge motivator especially for me of like oh my gosh i can do this now and and i've seen it in tons of our members where you know they're super excited and they're like guess what i did and you know that ringing that pr bell or just they're so excited to tell like what they've done. And it's, that's like the best motivation, I think. Yeah. I I think, Um, again, I think you hit it right in the head and having a, having a goal, but being, being open to adapting or, or adopting new goals. Like how many times you've seen somebody come in the gym. I think we probably think of five people off top of our heads. And they say that they just want to get fit. They want to lose their tummy. Exactly like what you said. 
And then yeah, four to eight weeks later, they're ringing the PR bell on a deadlift. And you're like, holy cow. I never yeah. thought that would have been that person. And that is the I love coolest that. thing. It's the best. They can yeah. Adapt yeah. That yeah. It, it is my favorite part. Of, like, I love a 500-pound deadlift as much as the next person. But when I see somebody come in and they have no workout experience and they go from a 45-pound deadlift to an 85-pound deadlift or they hit 100 pounds for yeah. the first oh, time, exciting. like that is yeah. the best feeling in the world because that's not just because obviously you don't wake up roll out of bed and deadlift 500 pounds like that's that's something that's been established and i and that's great for that person as well but they've been there it's the person that is getting this done for the first time and yeah it's such awesome like it's so fun to hear and i i remember someone came in um and told me that they're sister or someone in their house said their arms were getting too muscly and i yeah, was like that's what a, that's, <laughs> like, yeah that's, that's awesome. gonna be like, a huge topic that's like, a whole uh, episode by itself yeah and i'm sure we'll cover it right but like, yeah uh, is, yeah that's gonna be no whole other thing uh but on the topic of um setting goals one thing that i have a lot of experience with outside of frostbite when i used to work at i think i said it by name earlier was lifetime uh we see this thing and it's not uh just lifetime that does it but uh we just set uh smart yeah, goals we've worked with smart goals a lot too yeah it's a couple things it's it's a it is actually a really good way to identify goals and help kind of build a plan it's a good sales tactic tactic for somebody i think a lot of people in sales use this to kind of help identify um but i think it also puts things in like a realistic perspective so smart goal if you don't know what that is it's an acronym s stands for specific so again you tell me just by a chuckle or a guffaw how many times have you um heard somebody come into the gym say i want to lose five pounds or ten pounds and then they are you see them for four weeks or however long and you can see a difference on them you can see a difference a, in the way they carry themselves. You can see a difference because they're lifting twice as much as they used to. A lot of times it's that same person that I just talked about with that deadlift. That person that went from a 45-pound deadlift to an 85-pound deadlift, they come up to me the next week and they say, Charlie, I feel great. I'm moving great. My pants are looser than they've ever been, but I weigh the same or I weigh three mm-hmm. pounds more. So when you say things like, I want to lose 10 pounds, well, I can grab a hacksaw and cut off one of your arms from the elbow down, that's probably not the 10 pounds that you're talking about. So you probably mean 10 pounds of fat is what I would assume. And then having specific ways to measure that so that we're not, you know, so that we can reward positive gain of muscle, which is a great thing. um, And also celebrate positive losses, which would be body fat, um, A for health goals and B for um, aesthetic goals. So that's S. M would be, um, measurable so not just i want to lose some weight because technically you can go to the bathroom come back and then you won (laughs) you've lost some weight congratulations you know pay me my money i you did it uh but actually having um some kind of you know some kind of metric to it um a is achievable so if i'm a 200 pound uh man um, and I, I want to say, you know, I want to lose a hundred pounds. 
because I'm, you know, or, or even, you know, even something less dramatic. I want to lose 40 pounds or even 20. Technically I am obese, if not overweight based off the BMI. So I would have a doctor tell me I need to lose weight. Um, is that really achievable for me? It's Healthy. probably achievable, but it's not really that realistic. Yeah. Which is what R is, 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 um, is realistic. So a lot of times what we would do with that one is, um, we, we would say, so use myself for motivation. If I want to lose 20 pounds, I would, you know, we could tell something to yourself like, all right, Charlie, when was the last time you weighed 20 pounds? And I would say, you know, uh, okay, I would, or when was the last time you weighed 180? And I'd be like, oh man, I was a, I was a freshman in high school. And if I'm 30 something, that's maybe a little bit more realistic versus if I'm 65 and I weigh 250, like maybe that's not quite as realistic. So maybe we need to kind of tailor that goal to something a little bit more uh, realistic, maybe bite size. Uh, one of my favorite stories from any lifter is there's a guy named John North who was a big time American weightlifter and um, he was chasing a 315 pound snatch, uh, which if anybody's ever done a snatch, you know how in just absolutely insane that is. And um, he said the worst day in his life was when he hit a 315 pound snatch. So he'd been training for years and years to get it and finally hit it. And there was this uh, feeling of jubilation for hours or a day. And then it was now what? Yeah, because there was no there was no point in the process that he actually enjoyed it until then. And then that kind of that and then it was the right now what kind of thing. So setting little little timely goals, maybe my goal is 20 or 40 or whatever pounds instead of just hitting the one goal. Maybe it's, you know, lose a pound over the next month or whatever it is. That's where you would work with a coach on that kind of thing. And then also holding yourself accountable and having a T, which is a smart goal, the timely. Do I want to lose 20 pounds over the next day? Do I want to lose it over the next two years? What constitutes success versus failure and all that good stuff. And those, those are things um, I think, especially going to one of your first points where having statistics or measurable um, goals can be super duper um, motivating. And that's that as a coach, if I have if I have that long form with them, because obviously that was a ten minute rant or however long it was, if I have that long form with them, um, right, that's the best that I can give them. And um, I think from there, oh, go ahead. As far as I was just gonna, oh no, go ahead. A little plug. I think from there, once you do have someone's goals, smart goals, it's like holding them accountable to those is like where the power is. Is helping them achieve them and and once you know them you know that's it's your responsibility to you know guide and help along the way yeah i think i think having i think having the accountability of having a team or a buddy or coaches or a class that you always show up to i think that could be super motivating um i could tell you from a ton of anecdotal experience those people that show up to the same class or, or at least stick on the schedule, like, Oh, it's Monday at four o'clock. So-and-so is going to be here. Those are the people that have the best success versus, and not everybody has that availability, right. To where I can always show up at the same time. But if you can set a schedule for yourself, 
I think that is helps with being um, or helps with motivation or at least having the same people around you like, oh, it's four o'clock. Like we've done this before with people like, hey, it's four o'clock and -and so-and-so is not here. You should probably text them real quick. Um, I think that's super motivating. Um, Having having the self-awareness of I'm in a good mood, I'm in a bad mood. What what do I do when I'm in a bad mood versus what do I do in a good mood? And I think that's super relevant to right now because we're all kind of in a different place, which is putting a lot of us in a bad mood. What are some of the things that I can do to that worked in the before times? You know, what are things that I did to make myself feel better? Like, Ian, you said, I worked out, I went outside. These are the things that I know that make me feel better. And I have the accountability around me engaging with people. And they were nice enough to tell me, oh, do something about it. And you did it. Uh, and I think. Have, right. Okay. What about. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going because I know a lot of members right now are thinking of this. And I was actually talking about this for you too. I'm a member that I'm, I'm just saying like, the, I'm a. I'm not, I'm not being me right now. Okay. I'm a member that goes to CrossFit and loves the barbell work, loves hitting these PRs, loves all this. All of a sudden my world is flipped upside down. I'm at home. I have a dumbbell. How do you two, which I know you both love barbell. You love going to the gym. How, how are we staying motivated doing these at home workouts? I'll let you go first. Thanks. What an honor. No, I think that that's, I think that's real. But I think that that's kind of um, where, like, adaptability, which is required pieces of life, um, comes in, and you have to kind of shift um, whatever goals you had if they were specific to a certain piece of equipment, or you know that was where your passion lied. Um, kind of find a way to shift your goals so that they can still be met with what you have now. I mean, we all have to adapt for certain stages of our lives. And I think that that's kind of what I've done. I miss the barbell. I don't have a barbell at home. Um, but I'm still finding ways to get that, um, the same reward and the same feeling of, of being accomplished when I shift kind of my expectations and my goals. Mm-hmm. I think for me, so I had a pretty rough couple of first days. Well, not first couple. I think I was actually pretty good for a little bit. And then I got into that lull of like, I didn't have anything to do. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of the business stuff that happens the first of the month, memberships, rent and stuff like that uh, happened. And that was obviously tough because of just how different it was and situations changing. And I, I think what helped me the most was actually self-awareness and my motive and my why so i i think i was i think i was actually laying in bed sulking for a good four hours um and i was and i kind of had like a self talk of like okay what are you know what are the things that are actually in jeopardy right now of your identity and what are the things that you cherish as your identity so if so if I actualize what I cherish for my identity, it's being a friend, being a father, being a husband, um, being a brother and a son. And then it's, well, 
and coach. And then I, and then I think it's affiliate owner. And then I think it's athlete. And I, there might be some other stuff in between there, but the only things that were being, uh, potentially messed with were affiliate owner, which even then off the top of my head is what that was seventh or eighth. So not even that high on my list and barbell athlete also wasn't on my list list. That's not something that it's something I love to do, but it's not something I identify as it's not something that I would go up to somebody in a meeting and I would say, hi, my name is Charlie Rydell. (laughs) I like to lift a barbell because that would make me like every other CrossFit (laughs) douche on the face of the earth. I do. Right. But the other things that I, the other things that I cherish about my identity all rely on me just moving, just doing something, Mm -hmm. getting out for a walk, going on a run, going down and rowing a thousand meters, doing burpees, whatever it was, jumping into Zoom classes. I'm, (laughs) I'm a boss at push-ups right now. Those, that was, (laughs) those were the things that was, that was really what helped me get out of my funk was just the self-awareness of okay nothing i care about is actually being touched and i do care about being affiliate owner for sure it's it's my favorite job that i've ever done besides being a coach and i still can coach i still have the capacity to do it i still get to hang out with you guys even though it's virtually i still get to engage with a ton of people and help them um but i just don't have a physical location so when i take so when I look at it from a really concentrated view and take a second to be self-aware, that was what helped me get out of it. Okay. Good? Good. Yeah, no, and I know a lot of For people sure. are struggling right now, um, even with Facebook posts, like, I'm falling off, I'm not motivated anymore, and I just, that, like, it's a big switch, yeah. it's a huge For switch. Sure. Yeah. And I get people who text and who message and, you know, I I really miss not lifting a barbell or I really miss um, not being able to do gymnastics. And I would never tell somebody to not Mm -hmm. miss those things because I miss them too, for sure. Right. But, and this kind of goes, you know, what, what's the discrepancy between your actions and your goals? Right. So if I have a goal of wanting to lift a barbell or getting back to doing gymnastics and I know I'm in quarantine for at least five weeks or my actions, I'm not doing anything because I can't do that, helping or hurting what my goals are. Right. So that's 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 one of these like principles of motivational interviewing that we do as coaches is like is is what I'm doing helping right. or hurting my cause? And if what I, mm-hmm. and if what my long-term goal is to get back and do regular CrossFit, which I think of is a lot of ours, as much as I love Zoom classes, as much as I love body weight workouts, I miss a barbell. <laughs> like everybody else says, I miss doing gymnastics right. from the rig. I'm going to probably, I'm going to probably contract COVID-19 from, Making out with the pull up. No, it's first been time clean. I the gym. Yeah, but yeah up I thought it sterilized. I was in touch forever. There's no way it's in it. Anyway, but like not doing anything is not going to not help. Or even right. just doing the wrong things. 
is not going to know. Right. right. Like, I, I've got to have the self-awareness to know, okay, I don't want to be back at square one. When I go back into the gym, I was close to getting X amount of pull-ups. I don't want to be able to not get, you know, I don't want to be at zero, but also know that right. if you have bad days, it's okay. We've all, we've all talked about how we've had bad days here and that's normal. You're, this isn't, that's normal because this isn't normal. I'm not going to be at a hundred percent, the exact same fitness level. I was minus my pushups. My pushup game is on point, but I have to give mm-hmm. myself time to get back into a normal ish routine. And we've talked about that as coaches, as far as changing our programming back up when we get back into the gym and starting with a deload, like we're going to start with right. a deload week because it's going to be so different for everybody. Either you're getting back to doing something from doing nothing Maybe you were doing at home right. workouts where you're doing 50 suitcase deadlifts with a dumbbell. And now I'm going to ask you to do a six by three deadlift right. with a barbell. It's just different. So we've right. got to kind of deload back into it and give yourself the time to do these things. Be adjustable. And don't get right. mad. Right. Be, in it together. Be, be flexible. Yeah. Um, I can't think of a better place to end it. I appreciate you guys being on a phone call. At, we started at eight o'clock at night. It's past my it's bedtime. Now, how many times have you gotten up for a mile? Mule without staying. I know I haven't. Leave the box. I don't know how to make them. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're not a feminist at all. Are you liar. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, ladies. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, and I know all of that. Others will appreciate you as well. Bye. Have a great rest of the night. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Talking Functional Fitness. If you did like this episode, make sure to like, subscribe so you don't miss any of it. Uh, you guys can follow us on the social medias. You can follow CrossFit's Frostbite on the social medias. You can follow us on YouTube, find out all the stuff that we put there. Uh, as always, stay safe. Stay frosty, everybody.